Good morning, kids. It is 11.22 on December 19th, 2021, and this is Dad and Pops Pod. I'm Billy, and I'm Pops. And I'm John, and I'm Dad. And I'm feeling full. I am very full, like, <laughs> um, and food-wise is what I'm talking about. Um, we just got back from brunch with Aunt Molly and all of her friends from undergrad, right? Yeah. Yeah. We went to point Stevens point together yeah um so and we ate very heavily last night with uncle tony and aunt liz too so i am just literally like just stuffed we've done a lot of eating the last week <laughs> which i never can complain about <laughs> big fan of food well i am feeling caffeinated i had a coffee at breakfast and now i have my starbucks holiday drink except they didn't give it to me in a holiday cup so I'm feeling a little grinchy, too. <laughs> it's just a plain, a plain white cup. It's not the same. It's always a good day to be a Grinch. <laughs> oh, man. Well, today we're going to be talking about long distance. Yes. Um, we had this really interesting journey with long distance. Well, because we basically just started our relationship in it almost. We did. It was right away. Yeah. So basically, we like had maybe i think two months before we went long distance yeah we started dating in march and then we left in may so it was about two months yeah and so we kicked off long distance by immediately visiting each other um we went to ann arbor we did yes we visited each other in ann arbor which was really fun because it was kind of like our first vacation together almost yeah because where it was just us yeah yeah, we had done little trips with our friends in grad school, but that was the time when it was just me and you, and we met up with my friend Jeremiah, but yeah, that was our first reunion after only like, what, like maybe two or three weeks of being long distance, and then we met up in June, and yeah, and we acted like we hadn't seen each other in yeah. so long. <laughs> little did we know, girl, <laughs> only would go downhill. Yeah, there. we would have much longer breaks uh, in between than that. Mm-hmm. But that was a fun trip. I had a blast. I got to meet Jeremiah and Miranda, and I loved them. They were great. Yeah. Yeah. It was That's good. when Jeremiah shaved his head. He did, right in the middle of our trip. We saw him earlier in the day. He had his hair, and then we met up for dinner later that night, and he had no hair. Very shocking. Yes. <laughs> Just the whole time. But it was fun. It was a blast. Um, and then after that i moved to mississippi mm-hmm. um, and became a community director at mississippi state university yeah and then i moved to tampa florida and was a what was my title residence life coordinator i, I mean you should know your yeah title. well we've had we do the same jobs but have different titles everywhere we go pretty much but there i was a residence life coordinator at the university of south florida so i got to live in the sunshine state and it was amazing and I lived in Mississippi. <laughs> that is amazing. Period. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. <laughs> no. I mean, I really enjoyed the people I met in Mississippi, but like, I, and I loved working at Mississippi State. I just didn't love being long distance. It mm-hmm. wasn't my favorite thing that we were doing. Yeah. It was rough sometimes. Yeah. We got through it though. Two years of it. Yeah. Almost exactly two years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That was a long time. 
Well, and now I just think back because, like, now we're not long distance. We're the longest distance we have is when we go to work yeah. and then come home at the end of the day. And we're like, oh my god, I miss you so much. <laughs> well, we see each other for lunch almost every day too. Yeah. So it's like we we say goodbye in the morning and we see each other what three hours later for lunch, <laughs> and then we leave lunch and then we see each other three hours later when we get home. Yeah. And then we have some meetings in the middle of that. So we, we can talk on, on our work computers, send each other messages. Yeah. It's so funny it's that we setup. went from basically like not being able to see each other pretty much once a month to going to this thing yeah. of like not being able to see each other for maybe three hours at most. Yeah. I I'm mean, okay with it. I'm Yeah. It's just, it's like nice to be able to like, I still feel like I'm in those phases of like celebrating seeing you every time because I'm like... I just love this. I love this compared yeah. to what we were doing. Me too. Me too. Well, do you want to talk about some of the stuff that you had on your notes that you want to talk about today? Yeah, sure. What do you um, want to start with? Why don't we... It seems like you have some notes on like things that helped with long distance. So let's start there. Sure, yeah. So some like tips of like, yeah. like things that got us through it. Like when inevitably... like you all will probably get in a relationship and it won't be like just down the road mm-hmm. like what you can do to work with that partner later on about like how do you make that long distance work yeah sure so i'll start i'll say something that i think really helped us get through it was that we almost had like our routines or like our um set things that we knew was going to be like just time for me and you um pretty much daily you know like we um were able to have our facetime and we facetimed pretty much every night before bed for basically two years straight and you know we were both busy during the days with being at work while we were long distance and you know in different time zones and stuff and then like you would go hang out with your friends and i'd be going and doing whatever i was doing usually at disney when i was living in florida (laughs) um but we always knew that like at the end of the day we were gonna like reconnect you know that night and just kind of talk about our days and you know without distractions typically and just able to connect at the end of the day I think even, like, some people hear, like, oh, you FaceTime every day. That must have been exhausting. Well, like, you... Sometimes we would FaceTime for, like, maybe 15 minutes just to say goodnight. Yeah. And, like, I love you, ask about each other's day, and then it's really it. Like, yeah. it's just that, like, it It wasn't... I, I want to use the word check-in, but it wasn't in the sense mm-hmm. of, like, I wanted to tell my best friend how my day went. Yeah. So it didn't feel like an obligation. It was just, like, a friendly call-in yeah. every day. Yeah. And I, well, and I just appreciated that, like, it was consistent. Like, you could probably count on, like, one hand the number of nights over those two years that, like, we didn't get to do that, you know? And I think that that, that helped me a lot because, I mean, I think we'll talk about it in a little bit, but, like, I didn't have a lot of, like, super close friends when I was in Florida. And so, like, just knowing that, like, I had someone to talk to at the end of the day was always, you know, helpful for me. Yeah. So. I, I think, like touching on a little bit further about what you were saying is having those scheduled date nights too where we would just do like movie nights together yeah or anytime that i would have like play virtual games with because we have our like aunt Alyssa who is living well she was living in new jersey for half of it and then new york for part of it or no was she in new york she was in new jersey New Jersey. yeah Mm -hmm. okay so she was in new jersey for all of it and 
she would be long like digital so we would skype her in so we would always then just skype your dad in too because essentially we would play these games on our phones um we would find ways to make board games virtual we would play on our switches together Mm -hmm. like we would intentionally like invite each other to make each other feel included yeah yeah that helped a lot just to you know be able to feel like we were still hanging out even though we were not physically together we still got to do a lot of that stuff and like we would have like every uh like saturday morning we'd wake up and we'd watch rupaul's drag race Mm -hmm. and we would you know do our big brother brackets and you know those things that were important to us we still made time for Mm -hmm. and we still do those now yeah even non-long distance yeah which it kind of just created like a tradition for us as a like couple Mm -hmm. to do versus just like oh these are things we did when we were long distance and now we stopped doing them like no we still do those things we still just we do them together Mm -hmm. and not across a computer screen which is nice it is it is nice and you know now even still we like you know, because we still have so many friends who are long distance, we still do like our virtual, you know, game nights with our friends and stuff. But it's cool that we get to be together now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very. I know some of them probably feel very jealous about that. So <laughs> um, I think another big thing that like is super important is trust. Mm-hmm. Um, I never in the two years that we did long distance felt like you did not trust me. Yeah. Um, which allowed me to go out and this is like one of the other pieces I'm going to say too, is like go out and live your experience of being long distance, because if you're going to be long distance, enjoy the place you're at doing the long distance. Otherwise it's not worth the long distance. Just end that and Mm -hmm. go either go to that person or end that relationship. Cause like if you're doing long distance, but you're spending your whole time in a virtual setting, you're not really doing long distance. You're just doing digital dating. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I felt the same way. Like you always trusted me too. And you know, I, I don't think that there was ever like a time where we were like, oh, I don't want you to go do that. Or I don't want you to be with that person. It's like, no, go have your friends, go do whatever you want. And like, I'll talk to you later. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that helped a lot. Yeah. Cause there would even be times when, because of the time change at 10 o'clock when I'm like still out with my friends Mm -hmm. playing video games, it's 11 o'clock for your dad and he's got to go to bed early. Kids (laughs) got to wake up early. I need my beauty rest. Yes. (laughs) So like he would FaceTime in and see, oh, he's out with people. And I'd be like, hey, I can say goodnight really quick. And it doesn't need to be this long thing. Just goodnight. I love you. Mm -hmm. And because I brought your dad around my friends, it wasn't weird when my like my friends knew your dad mm-hmm. and they still do we just went for a trip with them all yeah on thanksgiving mm-hmm. which like i i don't know if you felt this way but i felt like you were a part of that yeah group. totally were very integrated in. yeah yeah definitely they were awesome at including me and yeah um but yeah i think that trust you know another important part of it is like if you don't you know i think what I'm trying to say is if you don't hear from the person for like, you know, an hour or two, three, or even like all day, it's not like, you know, I was worried about like what you were going to do or that like I had like concerns or anything like that because I knew that like, you know, we respected each other and we wouldn't do anything that would like, you know, upset the other person. And just, you know, it's hard when you're not with the person every day to sometimes feel like, you know, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't exactly know what I'm trying to say, but like, I was never worried about our relationship while we were long distance. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Which, like, like I said, I was in a long distance relationship before, mm-hmm. and that was a constant concern of mine. Was like, am I being trusted? Am I like, like, and so it just puts fear in you, and then that's not a good pillar for a relationship. So it was nice to like. Because that was one of my biggest concerns going into long distances. I had this ex- previous experience of that's what this was. So I was like, I really don't want to do that again. Yeah. I don't want to be in another place, but be miserable in that place because I'm half here, half there. Yeah. I wanted to fully experience my time in Mississippi. And I think you really allowed me to do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do thank you for that. Because like, I enjoyed the people I met. I worked with some amazing people and like mm-hmm. made some really great connections that will probably last a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like what goes along with that and what made it easier for us, not saying it was easy to be long distance for two years, but like what made it easier and what helped us get through is I think we were both pretty good at communicating with each other about like what we needed or like how we were feeling. You know, like if there I think that I I was typically the person who was more like I need attention, <laughs> you know? So, like, if there was ever a night where I was like, hey, can you can we, like, spend the whole night, like, on FaceTime, whatever, because I, like, need that this week or whatever, like, mm-hmm. you know? And if we ever did get in, like, a small argument or whatever, being able to com- communicate that with each other was super important because, you know, if we don't see each other every day or if we don't talk for a long time, like, it could just build up, and we were always really good about just being open and honest and having that solid communication with each other for those two years. I think that was key. Yeah. I know I probably didn't help that communication aspect because as previously stated, terrible texter. <laughs> yeah. Literally just atrocious. That's why I would mostly just call you. If I ever needed like Thank a goodness. quick answer, I would just call you because mm-hmm. I was like, he's not going to look at his phone. He's probably mm-hmm. playing a video game, mm-hmm. watching TV, mm-hmm. doing something. Yes. <laughs> e, all of the above. <laughs> so... Um, no, a hundred percent. I think also it's important for us to touch on the things that we struggled with because mm-hmm. like being long distance was not all sunshine and rainbows for yeah. us. Like it was, it was hard. Um, it was something that I genuinely don't recommend to people. <laughs> like it's not like something I would say, oh yeah, like go do that. Like, but if you need to, I think what's really important is to understand that if it's meant to be like you'll be together but you'll have to put in the work to make that happen Mm -hmm. yeah it's not something that can just like happen on its own and and just be simple and easy on its own you know like it does take work to be successful in a long distance relationship yeah yeah so what were some of the things that like you would say were some of the struggles or like challenges we faced well i think part of it was for most of our long distance relationship, um, COVID-19 was very prevalent. It started a, a year. twenty. No, no. <laughs> so COVID started almost exactly one year after we started dating. And so by then we were already almost a year into long distance kind of. And so um, that was really hard because it kind of prevented us to be able to travel to see each other sometimes because we weren't allowed to like go see each other and all these different things and you know where I was at in Florida and I guess where you were at in Mississippi too but like sometimes the COVID numbers were super super high in Florida because Florida's crazy like that and just kind of irresponsible sometimes and um so it like wasn't always safe for us to see each other either you know so that was really hard um but I think another hard part too was you 
and I had very different um, uh, like relationships with our coworkers when we were in Florida and Mississippi. Like I, I had some really good friends when I was in Florida. Like I really do appreciate all those people that I was with, but they were not as close of relationships. I think that I had that you had with your coworkers in Mississippi. And so also a lot of my coworkers that I had in Florida were in relationships with people who were also in Florida. And so they could hang out with them, especially during COVID. And, you know, like they all would just, you know, have their person to kind of spend time with and, and just hang out with and whatever. And I didn't really have that a lot. And that was hard for me because even though I am a pretty introverted person, I think COVID made us have way too much alone time and made me want that like social interaction more. And I just couldn't have it sometimes where you were thankfully able to like be with your friends a lot more and, and, you know, kind of hang out and just do nothing with them where I didn't have that. And that was hard for me sometimes. Cause not that I was jealous. I think I was jealous that your friends got to see you mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't get to see you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just a weird isolating time. Oh, for sure. I mean, cause the friends that I have during this, like during that time, I, we were all like community directors and partners of community directors. So we all did the safe things, got vaccinated, did social distancing. So mm-hmm. when we were on our like luxury time, like on our time by ourselves, we felt confident that everybody was taking those safe measures to then mm-hmm. confidently and safely be together. Yeah. And so we would do that so that we didn't go stir crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I can only imagine how isolating that could be. And at the end of the day, I always had Aunt Tracy because that's when we lived together <laughs> yeah, for yeah. two years. Um, and honestly, like that was a really great experience too is just having that person to come home to and like that's what you provide for me here, but you couldn't provide that like there's just another person to be mm-hmm. in a space with you, yeah. which is sometimes just so relaxing and so comforting, yeah. especially when you're so alone all mm-hmm. the rest of the time. Yeah. Well, and we lived so far away from like the rest of our families, mm-hmm. like, you know, mine in Illinois and yours in Michigan. And, you know, it, it was hard because we really couldn't fly to go see them or anything like that, you know, and it was just it was tough because in a literal sense you are very much not just long distance from your significant other you're long distance from pretty much most of your support systems Mm -hmm. which is incredibly like challenging i think that's even just something with moving as much as we do we have to constantly rebuild support wherever we go Mm -hmm. i mean even here i feel like we've built a pretty good support system so far yeah i'd love to see it grow but like it's something that we have to do every single time we move is yeah. find that new support, that new structure. Yeah. So hopefully we're not moving across oh, the country anytime soon. Please. <laughs> it's exhausting. It really is. Yeah. But so, so those were some of the like hard things about long distance, you know. Is there anything else that you wanted to I think another hard thing that we didn't really talk we didn't fully do it long distance because we did it half long distance, half together. Um, is plan a wedding. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, n- listen, I am so happy you proposed to me. Literally, I was, like, <laughs> crying, and you were actually crying. Um, like, I literally, I kept talking about how my hand was so light all the time, I so know. I'm glad you finally Gosh, picked up on that. such those a drama clothes, queen. Honestly. <laughs> but so, like, we planned a wedding. Like, the biggest part the of big a wedding, parts, I would yeah. say, socially distant, so... Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we were socially distant from 
also our venue because it was in indiana and we're in mississippi and florida yeah which yeah. took a lot of coordination mm-hmm. and a lot of stress you yes. know just to do it through computer screens with each other and a lot of spreadsheets and yeah it was challenging but thankfully we're both pretty good at administrative things um yeah. and keeping organized because that was really important but yeah, planning a wedding, even still, like, we're still planning. We're less than a year away from getting married now, but, you know, there's still so many things that we have to do and, like, lots of unknown stuff still, especially with COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what's the date today? December 19th, 2021. So it's been, you know, we're approaching year three of COVID, and it's like, is it ever going to go away? So let us know, kids, in the future. <laughs> Are we still dealing with COVID? God, I hope not. Honestly. <laughs> but... But, like, we would have to do virtual meetings yeah. with them and, like... With our vendors. Unsponsored. But thank you, Teams and Google yeah. Docs for Microsoft all the teams. help. Because yeah. literally, yeah. like... I remember we toured, like, one wedding venue and it was the guy um, who owned the place. And he was, like, walking around the venue, like, holding his laptop. Yep. And just, like, here's this area over here. Here's this area over here. And he's, like, you can picture yourselves here. And it was, like, the Wi-Fi was cutting in and out. Yeah. And it was just... It was a mess. We're not getting married there, but not because of that. But it was just stuff like that, you know, we only had to do because we were long distance. Mm -hmm. So, so it's just, it's definitely was one of the things that we struggled with, but like we definitely came together and like your dad honestly is the person who likes to do more of the like admin stuff. That is not where I am at. Um, Yeah. So it brings me happiness to have spreadsheets <laughs> thank god for him because i that's no that's not it it ain't it um but i think like one of the other things that like some of the other like cool things we got to do yeah were um because where we lived mm-hmm. we lived in two different places we could go to a variety of different things so like i remember one of my favorite memories is when we did our one year mm-hmm. at disney which was right before COVID. It was literally the, the, the week, week yeah. before COVID. We were some of the last people to yeah. see the magical place that Disney before. Yeah, it shut down. Disney shut down, like, I think two or three days after we were there. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we were there, we had started to hear of, like, this COVID thing. Like, we heard it was in, like, other countries. And I remember saying, like, oh, don't touch your face. Like, you know, because we just touched all these rides or whatever. And I was like, make sure you don't touch your face. Mm-hmm. You know, and then COVID shut everything down, literally like hours later almost (laughs) yeah so it was it was wild but that going there and being there for our because that was my first time ever going to disney Mm -hmm. um so i like i get the appeal i think it's really great i like universal studios a little better yeah unsponsored by the way (laughs) Uh, and so i i it's just it was really awesome to see you in such a happy place too because like Mm -hmm. honestly i I just love seeing you smile. It's literally one of my favorite things. And, like, Mm. you all day, nonstop were smiling. You were having such a blast. Like, you got to do all these cool things and show me this Mm -hmm. cool thing, which... Yeah, because, I mean, when I was living in Florida, I was only an hour from Disney, and I was a pass holder. And I would go there almost every weekend before Mm -hmm. COVID hit. Um, I would go there almost every weekend, most of the time, just by myself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But... 
it's what I would do when I was like bored. And some people like it's such a privilege that I got to do that because some people I think we were just talking about this like earlier today or something don't get to go to Disney or like wait their entire lives to go to Disney. And I was fortunate enough to live only an hour away. So I would go there even after work sometimes and just like go hang out for a couple hours and then come back. And that's what I did for fun. It was like my escape and it kind of just let me like, you know, forget whatever I was stressed out about throughout the week or the whatever. And it was fun to show you that like piece of my like home in Florida. So and then in Starkville, I would sometimes go to Walmart after work. Um, <laughs> a lot less magical. Uh, however, they did have chicken salad chick, which I need one of our favorite restaurants. Get yeah. on, get together. Yeah. Um, but like Starkville was really just a place where I was kind of near a lot of things. So I would go to Alabama, um, and we went to uh, Tennessee, um, mm-hmm. up to Memphis, and so like. I got to go down to Jackson. That's where I bought my car. Like, mm-hmm. so that I was in kind of the middle of a bunch of places, which is kind of how I felt with like Lubbock. So that was a nice transition for me is that I felt like I was in the middle of a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think another one of my favorite experiences that we did together while we were long distance was all of the road trips, even though that they were long, you know, it was still fun to just like be in a car with you, listening to music and talking and, you know, playing little like road trip games and for our 12 hour road trips, like leaving at three in the morning to get to wherever we needed to be. But those were always fun. Just good quality time because we didn't have a lot of that quality time in person um, when we were long distance. And so when we jumped in the car, we got 12 hours of it to just catch up on everything. Yeah. That was was fun. Yeah. (sighs) Well, I, I do think like my, last final thoughts on this would be that I like I said at the very beginning if it's meant to be if it is the person you are supposed to be with it'll work itself out Mm -hmm. but you have to put that work into like it it is a two-way street yeah and so I felt very much throughout our entire time this long distance that we both put in the work Mm -hmm. yeah takes two to tango as they say um Mr. Alvisage, she said takes two to make a thing go right yeah that was not her that was something else she's something else with takes two awkward (laughs) gotta revoke my gay card (laughs) but well then i will transition us into some fatherly advice well thinking of this like these topics the thing that i think of is like when you're thinking about partners i would recommend that like you become friends with that person first and get to know them as like a person just because like i that's how our relationship blossomed and it really allowed me to know you as a person when i jumped into that relationship which really i i know we started dating and then almost immediately went long distance but i had known you for two years yeah so like I knew we had who a good I friendship. Was. Yeah, who I was working with. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. Yeah, I think my piece of fatherly advice would be to not take for granted the time that you're spending with a person, um, because it's you know when you're with someone that's your time to connect and spend time and hang out and get to know them, um, and so that whenever we got to be together, I was always very intentional of like I want to like focus all my time you know for this weekend 
on you and, and spend a lot of good time with you. And so I think that, you know, when you're with people, whether it's your significant other or family members or whoever, quality time, really devoting that time to just being present with them is super important. And I think that it's not something that you should take for granted. So that's yeah. Well, whoever you decide to love and wherever they end up, know that we love you and we can't wait to meet you. So until next time, go forth, be bold, and be brilliant. And make good choices. Bye. Bye. Love ya. Love you. (laughs)